0: the Go podcast is brought to you by The Sanctuary. For more information, please visit www.thesanctuarychurch.com.
1: Today, we have lots to celebrate, so many amazing things that we're celebrating together as, as a family. But one of the things we're going to be celebrating this morning is communion. could be called, I don't know what you're familiar with, the Eucharist, the Lord's Table, the Last Supper. We've got all kinds of names for it. The important point is this, that we're to celebrate it. H- hear, hear me. I grew up in a, a religious tradition where it was done every single Sunday. And quite honestly, I, I apologize, all right, it became rote. It really didn't mean anything to me. It was put the bread in your mouth, take a drink of the cup, and move on. And, and I lost the, the power, the beauty of it. And so it doesn't matter how often you do it. Listen to me, it doesn't even matter where you do it. I, I have, I've shared with you before, I had a bunch of, I had a group of kids. We were out at a campsite. We were just spending the weekend out. And I said, we need to have communion, but I didn't bring any. <clears throat> Proper communion elements, right? So you know what I did? I got all these kids. We had about 30 kids. I grabbed some graham crackers and some orange juice. And listen to me. Do you think God was going, nope, doesn't count? No, because we sat around this campfire that morning. We just broke these graham crackers and everybody took a piece of graham cracker and we drank orange juice. But it was the celebration of what, here's what Jesus said. Do this in remembrance of me. So we're going to be celebrating that this morning. I got spec. Didn't even know who that was, huh? It's like who who is that? Oh, there he is. It was Trey. I I was wondering who that was. I okay. I've asked Trey and Jaden to share with us this morning. Uh, I love communion because it, it gives us an opportunity to get your perspective on things. Uh, I'm up here every weekend, right? To, I get the day off today. Um, but, uh, and so I've asked Trey and Jaden to share this morning, and then uh, the Hathaways, Dan and Jackie, are gonna be sharing in second service. Very excited about that. But it's just good to hear, hey, so what does communion mean to you? I know everybody has a, a, a thing that they go to. I know I do. And so this is an opportunity for us for, for
2: us to hear from family and go, oh, right, another perspective. So, you're up. Mm. Thank you, PM. Uh, first, in case it didn't make sense, I'm a blessing in disguise, so y'all are welcome. <laughs> um, I want to start this morning um, by reading the scripture. We're going to be in Matthew 26, so if you guys have your Bibles, you can turn there. It's going to be verse 26 through 28. With that verse in mind, I want to pray for us that we can receive before we jump into talking about communion this morning. Father, thank you for today, for an opportunity for us to come together and to dive into what communion means to us individually. You want to be intimately known with us and you want to commune with us, Lord. And so as we learn this morning, prepare our hearts and our minds to receive the blood and the body of your son that you sent and help us to learn something new, even for me, Lord, to Help help me to get something new out of this morning. In your name I pray, amen. Jaden, what's the body mean to you?
0: Okay, so, wow, this is, this is scary. of here in front of all of you guys, that's a lot of people. Anyways, <laughs> okay, so the bread, I know it seems like a tiny cracker, Just something you eat, digests, goes through your body, you know. But in reality, it's a representation of Jesus' body. It's his body being broken, him dying so that we can live, we can be healed, you know. Um, It's like us taking a little bit of his body and almost it symbolizing him making us whole again, you know like a piece of the Holy Spirit is with us. Um, For me, while taking it, God's just really saying, like, hey, this is for you. I died for you so that you could live. You You can be whole again. Just that representation, it's a beautiful thing. Him saying, look, this is my body. I want you to take it. Take it from me. I'm giving it to you. There was one time, really funny. This little cracker, can't really see it. It's um, hidden. My friend, we were at camp. It was really emotional. If any of you have been to camp, you know it's an emotional time, it's an emotional place. Uh, We're crying. I'm crying. She's crying. We're about to take communion, you know. He's like, All right, everybody, take out your cracker. And I want you to think of this as Jesus' body. And we're like, Okay. So we're taking out the cracker. And she turns to me. And at this point, we're like praying. We're like, okay, dear Lord, you know how you pray over communion before you take it. She's like, Jaden, is this edible? (laughs) I was like, well, it doesn't really taste edible. But yeah, you can eat it. (laughs) Um, So I want you all to take that. We're going to take it together right now. Kind of got to peel back this little plastic part. It's kind of hard to grab. So we'll all take that together. And then Trey will tell us about what the blood means to him.
2: So for me, um, I'm a very science-minded guy. Things have to, if, they, if I'm told they work one way, they've got to work that way. And so for the longest time, I was fascinated and confused and frustrated by the fact that blood stains things, like you spill it on, you get it on your shirt or something like that, that's, it's stained with blood. But then I, I came to church and people were like, no, no, the blood of Jesus washes away sins. And so I was like, so you're telling me that I can pour blood on something and the stains will go away. And so like 13, 14 year old me was like, maybe I should try this. Like, should I just go spill, like cut myself and like put it on the couch and see if it washes out? Thankfully, I didn't. My mom would have hurt me, I think, if I had. But <laughs> um, that it was such a powerful concept to me that we have this understanding of how the world works, that blood is stained and it, it stains things. But Jesus says, no, no, no. My blood's the exact opposite. My blood is so powerful that when it washes over you, it washes all of the stains out. And so when I take the blood and when I, when I drink the juice, um, the representation of Christ's blood, I kind of just envision all of the stains that I'm holding onto, all of the stains that I feel like are on me being washed away as I accept kind of that, that blessing of Jesus's blood and the freedom that comes with it. Um, when I was thinking about communion, um, The bread is also important because I went through about a year and a half ago. Now, I went through a really, really hard time right before the pandemic. I was just completely broken. Um, Ended up having to come home from school. Um, I was across the country in college. And the body in the last 18 months or so has really just come to say, it's it's Jesus in, in my ear saying, I've been broken and I conquered the brokenness. Your brokenness doesn't scare me. Let's go. Let's get it figured out. I'm here for you. You've got my power. And so but these two things together have really just been an opportunity for me to realign myself with Jesus. And so my encouragement for you guys this morning is don't rush through partaking of communion. Like Pastor Marty said, it was kind of just a rote thing that you got done and moved on. Communion is... An intimate exchanging of ideas and discussion with somebody, that's kind of what communion is, at least for me. So take a moment to really enjoy that and live in it. Jesus wants to meet you there. The, the bread and the blood are just a representation of Jesus wanting to realign your mind and your soul to prepare you for him to come and meet you. So just take a moment after you finish taking the partaking of the juice and the, the, the bread and just really sit in it. Um, that's, I mean, it's something I struggle with. I want to just get back into worship or whatever's coming next, but I encourage you to just sit for a second and wait. God loves to meet you in the waiting. So, um, if you want, I forgot mine in my seat, but, um, you guys are welcome to, um, partake of the, of the juice now, um, as we wrap up learning about communion.
1: God, we are so thankful for the opportunity to stop, to celebrate this moment. And it's a celebration because even as we've heard, this brokenness makes us whole. This, this blood removes the stain. It, it causes that I, 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 moment, you know, where we're like, wait, what? Um, Father, we are thankful that this morning you've, you've invited us into a celebration and we we make the decision i personally decide if that's your prayer you can say it i decide i decide to celebrate today lord we celebrate first with trey and jaden thank you for their uh, willingness and gift to share themselves a bit of how you have interacted with them but Lord, we are also stopping to celebrate in worship and in these other pieces uh, today. We are grateful to be together. Let it be so in Jesus' name. Let it be done. We are going to be also celebrating uh, baptisms. So here's what's going on. Listen, uh, a lot of people, uh, as what we've just seen already, the Bible is filled with symbolism, And a lot of people don't catch the symbolism. Uh, If you have never been baptized, or or listen to this. Uh, Again, I grew up in a religious tradition where as as soon as I was out of the hospital, get him into the church, put some water over the top of his head, and he's sealed his ticket to heaven. That was the religious tradition I grew up in. That's not what the Bible talks about. The Bible talks about that baptism is a choice that people make individuals make that choice see my parents couldn't make baptism a choice for me and and baptism again isn't salvation if we understand baptism correctly it's not our it's not our ticket to heaven and and i'm just going this, this is what the bible talks about but if we understand that that baptism is not our ticket to heaven and somebody else can't make that decision for me then what is baptism for Baptism is a moment to stop and say, hey, I want everybody to know this is my choice. This is what I choose to live out in my life. This is the way I'm going to live my life, that Jesus is going to be over me. Trey, Jaden, both of them, right? They're saying, hey, this is what the Lord's already done in me. See, they're up here proclaiming that. They're saying, hey, here's what God has done in me through this symbol. Jesus encouraged baptism. How? Because he did it. And then throughout the Bible, it talks about not just a baptism that says, I'm sorry, what the Bible calls repentance, right? Hey, turning away from this is what I want to do. This is, I have control over my life. I get to make all the decisions that I want for me. I'm the the most uh, important person in the decision-making factors of my life. Baptism says, nope, God is most important. I'm going to put him in the forefront. If you were here this morning, And you have, listen to me, you have not been baptized. You're like, oh, no, you didn't, right? It's like, wait a minute. Listen, I didn't come prepared to get baptized today. Jesus loves to interrupt our lives. He he mastered, he's got his PhD in interruption, okay? Jesus had a way of coming into our lives and going, hey, how about now? If you've not been baptized, consider it. It's an opportunity. It's just an opportunity. There will be more opportunities, but maybe it's today. Maybe you've been baptized, as I was, as a child. And you're going, but wait, this is my decision, but I've never done it as an adult. Now that I've made this decision, it was made for me back here, but I've never made that decision for me. Maybe that's for you today. Maybe this is an opportunity. The scripture that sits over here next to our baptismal is a scripture of a man who was interrupted. Man's reading the scriptures. He's reading the scriptures. and He goes, oh, well, this is really good. And as he's reading the scriptures, and he gets an understanding, right? He, somebody comes along, Philip comes along and says, hey, here's what these scriptures mean. Here's his response. Well, if, if baptism's the way, well, there's the water. Why don't we get busy with this? There's the water. Why can't you be baptized? Today's an opportunity. It's just an opportunity. But I want to encourage you. Again, if you've never been baptized, but you're going, no, Jesus is Lord of my life. God is the God of my life. But I've never made that public statement. That's what baptism does. It that's not special water. It hasn't been prayed over. Not, not, nothing makes it holy. It's water from the tap. Right? It's the symbolism of it. A, the Bible says it's like going down into the grave and coming back to life. Raising up from life. Raising up to life. It's symbolic. But the biggest symbol is, I want everybody to know this is my faith. It's not the faith of my parents. It's not the faith of my spouse. It's not the faith. No, this is my faith, and I need everybody to understand that. Uh, well, I need to understand that. So today, during worship, if you are saying, you know what? I, I want to be baptized today. I didn't plan on it. You're going to have, uh, Pastor Debbie's going to be over here. My bride, my beautiful bride. Uh, she's going to be over here. If you want to come talk to her and just say, you know, I want to get baptized today. Second reason, and I'll I'll finish with this, second reason that people would get baptized is they're realizing I need to draw a line in the sand. This has been my life. I've been messing around with stuff and kind of living my life my way, doing what I want to do. But moving forward, I've known Jesus and I've been doing all that. Anybody want to raise your hand to that one, right? But it's a a season that says, this is, I, I need a new day. Lord, I choose to wash that away and I'm starting a new day. If you're, into, if you're walking into a new season, if you're walking into a new phase of your life going, this is something new. Could be a new job, could be a relationship, I don't know. But you go, Lord, I need, I need that phase to be under you. That's a good reason to get baptized. Again, symbolic. the Water's not magic, it's just symbolic. It's like, no, I'm starting something new today. So let me pray as we go into, into, into our time of baptism and worship. Father, I want to thank you again. Thank you for Trey. Thank you for Jaden. Lord, I am so grateful for these gifts that you gave to the sanctuary. Their sweet spirit. That you, you gave these two as gifts to our congregation And through their lives, we learn how to live. And through their words, we hear and go, all right. Even as Jaden said, oh, wow, this is intimidating. But courageous, she stood and said, this is what we're doing. And Trey said, being transparent, saying, man, I had a bad season in my life, but this is where it came back down to this. I I thank you for the gift that these two are to our congregation. And then I ask in the name of Jesus, as we go into worship this morning, Lord, there would be people who would be willing to say, I want, my, I want my life changed. Not just in communion, that changes me, but I want my life changed. And there might be those who are here today saying, baptism is the next step in my journey of faith. I walk with Jesus, but this is, this is a new day for me. And so Father, I wanna thank you for the opportunity that we have together today to again, celebrate new stages in our faith. Let it be so, in Jesus' name, let it be done.